0: Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Hi everyone, this is Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Beginner's mind is when we're curious and open to all possibilities. Our minds are not yet set with concepts, opinions, and certainties. This state of being is one of our most underappreciated allies. Today, we're going to be talking about the beginner's mind, how it can help us open, and how it can quicken our spiritual journey. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to begin to help you clear the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis?
1: You know, Karen, when you started talking about the beginner's mind, mm-hmm. I, I can't help but think of uh, my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And they get so excited about any new activity or event mm-hmm. or subject. And it's just like every time they go into it, it's like brand new.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly what I mean. So, children are perfect for that, especially, I've seen your pictures with your grandkids and they do all kinds of fun things and you're always getting them to do crazy stuff, which is why they probably love you to death. And part of that is to encourage us as adults to continue to do that, because what happens is, when we're children, we're encouraged to explore and we're actually very comfortable with the discomfort of learning because there's a learning curve, right? So it's new and it's exciting and I, I don't know what I'm doing and that's okay because I, I don't know how to do many, many things. You know, when you're five, you don't know how to do it that much anyway. So, right, there's a whole bunch of stuff to learn. Everything is new. And then as we get older, what happens is we start to seek certainty where we want to only do the things that we know we're good at because we don't want to do things that make us uncomfortable or that we have to be learning something and like maybe looking foolish or like being clumsy or whatever it is. So we start to narrow, narrow, narrow and only do what it is that we like or that we feel certain about. And this is even true like in our social media feeds. Like Facebook and Instagram are feeding you things that you they know you like, and so what happens is you start to lose range. Part of learning as a human is to experience the range, even if you don't agree with it. To be comfortable with, okay, well I don't agree with that person's point of view, but that's their point of view. It's not less valid in some ways than mine. So to when we start to narrow only into what we know like and people that who agree with us, then we start to our world starts to get small.
1: You know, I find uh, you may you may find this hard to believe, but I like to visit.
0: <laughs> Can you please define what visit means?
1: Well, as a CVO, you know. Yeah.
0: So Dennis's title, he has a special title at Spherical Luminosity, and that title is Chief Visiting Officer. And visiting is not the word that you would think of, as, as I think most yeah. people think of it. I think it has a special meaning in in the Midwest. I, yeah. I think right. Yeah. So maybe you can explain for everybody what visiting yeah.
1: means. Well, very much so. But you know, the thing about visiting is the opportunity to really go into someone else's world. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about this beginner's mind, mm-hmm. it, it's fun at the beginning of the visit, especially if it's somebody that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Is just to see how broad their scope is uh-huh. and just to see how open they are uh-huh. and just to see you know if they can really you know transcend maybe old beliefs or uh-huh. standards or whatever so as I mentioned before visiting is an art it's a
0: Oh, it totally is an art. So to me, when you say visit, you mean connect with someone. Ah, uh, Exactly. Yes? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And so Dennis is the master of this because it doesn't matter when you're talking to him on the phone or doing this in person. When he means visit, he means sit down and truly connect and be present with, which is a real gift because most people are not that present with others. So it's really cool that you can experience that because it's in a way you're not what you're, you're totally embodying. And this is great because actually you do embody in the beginner's mind to a large degree. And it's because you don't have any attachment to what is with them. You just are allowing them to be who they are. And you're very curious. You're very curious. Yeah. It's like you're unwrapping a gift and the gift happens to your person. Yeah. So that's what I love, enjoying hearing about your visits because it's wrapped up with this like, wow, this person was so interesting. You know.
1: And so that ties right back to that beginner's mind. Mm -hmm. So every visit begins with the beginner's mind. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, you don't know who I am. I don't know who you are, but let's explore. Yeah. And let's just see what happens.
0: Yeah, and that turns a regular conversation into something that's kind of a magic thing, isn't it? Because now it's wonder and curiosity and openness as opposed to like, oh man, now I've got to meet this person.
1: You know, so I've had a lot of life experiences, Mm -hmm. and when I sit back and look at those life experiences, just about all of them started with a very innocent conversation. Mm -hmm. And just out of that, you know, boom, 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 and all of a sudden you're in another country. <laughs> you know? And it's like, whoa. Yeah.
0: And what Dennis means by that is because he's had conversations with people, all of a sudden he gets invitations and the next thing he knows, a couple of months later he's in someone's kitchen in some remote area somewhere <laughs> and being fed something delicious, right? Having this an amazing experience that you never would have expected otherwise. That happens to you all the time.
1: And you know, it's it's a synchronicity that goes with the beginner's mind. Mm-hmm. It's just that innocence and you know, just being open. Mm-hmm. Just being open. So.
0: Yeah. And what, as you say, when the more we can be in beginner's mind, that wonder and openness allows for more possibilities and more magic and also more, um, as you say, more synchronicity where you will stumble upon in the most random seeming ways, the same person in the most random circumstances. And it's kind of magic and fun. So, yeah. And I would say that Dennis is the king of the synchronicity story like it's just kind of amazing you could go we should probably do an episode on just just your synchronicity stories because they're awesome
1: i think you should wait for the book
2: <laughs> okay.
1: so yeah. as you can tell karen i love the whole concept around beginner's mind yeah now can you tie that to the work that you do totally in-
0: yeah so what happens is the more you can be in beginner's mind and the more you deliberately put yourself into situations where you're learning. So it could be something new. So for example, let's just imagine you've always wanted to learn how to cook, for example, and you don't know anything about knife skills, right? Like knife skills are like when, how to use a knife, right? And a lot of people when they learn to cook don't know how important knife skills are. So you now go to, a class where you learn about nice skills and you know the first half an hour you're a total buffoon and you can't cut anything and you're trying not to cut your fingers and all that good stuff but you're putting yourself in the situation where you're starting to practice over and over and now you start to get it yeah so when you're putting yourself into that situation where you're open and you're learning and in okay becoming more okay with the discomfort of the non-known of the non mastered yet that is a really great place to be because on spirit level You're constantly, if you're ascending, If you're moving forward, if you're releasing distortion patterns, you're constantly in a state of the unknown. Mm. So that conditions you on the physical level for what happens on the spirit level. So that uncertainty becomes one of wonder, curiosity, awe, as opposed to only being slammed with uncertainty, which could be the flip side of that is fear. Yeah, Mm. fear and then resistance because you don't you're not not sure what's going to happen. So therefore, you slow yourself down because you're not conditioned to this being in uncertainty. So. The spirit realm is this massive realm of uncertainty. I mean, that's all what it is, right? It's the non-ordinary reality often. And so the more you can be in, the the more wonder you can have and the more acceleration you can have. Because what's happening is you're not trying to fix in your mind where it is that you're going. You don't have expectation in the openness. And so therefore, your acceleration on spirit level can be much faster. Mm. Wow. And what's really interesting is when I work with people, who are more embodied already in the beginner's mind. It's faster. They move much faster. And what's really fun is to find people who want to do the work and they're really, you know, committed and they, you know, want to do the work. And so they start and they are not in beginner's mind. They are all about safety, security, certainty, right? Like their whole lives are very controlled. They know exactly what's happening when with everybody in their lives. And as they do the work, what happens is they start to open and they get to do things that aren't planned. They go on impromptu vacations. They meet, they stop to talk to people they wouldn't have normally spoken to. And it becomes, their life becomes more of an adventure. And it's not just because they planned the vacation to adventure, their life is an adventure, which is really fun, right? So that, I love watching that. That's one of my most favorite things. So you've been talking about all these synchronicities, Dennis, and I can't believe you've held yourself back. We need to hear a story. Like well, we have to have an example. You
1: know, I just—it just came to me. One that just came in. You talk about things coming in mm-hmm. when you sit in stillness mm-hmm. and just being here. It came in, and uh, it, this is a work-related story. So mm-hmm. I was in uh, Toronto mm-hmm. and uh, sitting at uh, a hotel, continental breakfast in the morning. Everybody's mm-hmm. half asleep, and I noticed this lady with this. Her young daughter, mm-hmm. but it's the middle of the winter and they don't have a coat hmm. And so I thought I'm gonna be in the office all day. I'm just gonna go over and offer her a coat I just you know
2: and your so, coat you mean my coat
1: yeah. yeah, so I offered her my coat and I said after you're done Just leave it at the front desk and da da da. So end of story
0: Yeah, that's very kind of you. No, No, that's not the end of the story. No, no, no. That's not the end of (laughs) the (laughs) story. No, this is where all the
1: synchronicity comes in. So the communication, thank you very much, and you know, da-da-da-da-da. Anyway, she was from Costa Rica. Oh. And with that came the extension of an invitation, please come down, I've never been, see our beautiful country. Yeah. And she had a real good friend that was an amazing surfer, Huh. and so surf lesson, Boom bang, loan the coat. Now I'm surfing in Costa Rica. Wow! So you talk about beginner's mind and just kind of being open to yeah. allowing for the magic and the mystical. Uh-huh. And you know, I'm very fortunate. That, that happens quite a bit. It
0: happens constantly with you, Dennis. Constantly, and it's a really fun thing to see. And it's because you're so open and because you're so present with people that that happens for you. And that's so it can happen in just being present in a conversation, and beginner's mind can happen in if you're putting yourself in a learning situation. It's all about the same. It just depends on how you do it. The way you do it is it's more constant all the time, right? And um, I just wanted to mention also that there's, uh, I mean, there will be a group frequency calibration at the end of this, as there always is, to help you clear the distortion patterns around the topic. And there is one that is more in depth. So if you feel like you want this to be more of a constant in your life, or you want like a deeper, Deeper, the guest dive into it, then I would suggest that they're to go to the website and check out that group frequency calibration if that resonates with you. So, do you have any other stories for us that you'd like to share? Not at this time, but there's more stories. There's always more stories. Yeah.
1: Well, I love the beginner's mind. Thank you very much. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that?
0: even more, and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on the beginner's mind. All right, so let's become aware of the space between your belly button and your heart space. And as you become very aware of this space, please inhale and hold your breath in for a count of five. Noticing the length of count that you choose. Is it short? Is it long? Just notice what you default into. And then whenever you're finished with that count, you're going to release all the air out of your lungs and hold your breath out for a count of six. And whilst we wait for the mastermind to gel and for everyone to complete that single breath, bringing our attention focus awareness to our upper ribs into the hollow of your throat breathing normally here. For those of you who are new, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and that I'll be making noises on my end. So you'll likely hear me yawn, even though I'm not tired, exhale sharply, I may hum, and that's just how I remove the distortion patterns at this time. And I also am working more and more in silence these days as I work with the higher and higher frequency levels. And that benefits you because it allows me to delete more of the distortion patterns more quickly and more efficiently without as much detox for you. So just know that if you hear nothing on my end, it's simply that I'm working on you in silence. And if I say something that resonates with you, it's likely yours. And if I say something that you react strongly against, like it couldn't possibly be you, chances are it's yours. So I invite you to be open to that possibility and to explore it. Good. keeping your awareness on your upper ribs into your hollow of your throat, let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance deep, deep in your body that starts to grow brighter, And as it intensifies, it radiates out through all your cells. Through your flesh. And out through your skin. Into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere, at arm's length, all around you. And this brilliance, which is you in your connection with pure source, is going to intensify so much. The sphere of your spirit body is going to begin to oscillate. And as you keep your attention here on this brilliance and the oscillation of your spirit body, I'm going to pull you up a level in terms of your bandwidth or capacity to take in pure source frequencies. So still in the upper part of your rib cage okay, keeping your attention here, the first distortion pattern we're going to remove is that of taking oneself and everything else very seriously. Okay. So everything is serious from your spiritual journey to life, to what you want to achieve, all that stuff, especially ourselves. So let's remove this distortion pattern, because it's really simply a way of your mind to reinforce its identity, to keep things safe and certain. The more we're able to laugh with and at ourselves, the more fluid we become. So breathing into this upper ribcage, and ultimately that fluidity can translate into more spiritual momentum. So removing this distortion pattern from the upper ribcage, Good. Still in that upper rib cage. And also, at the same time, in your lower belly, between your belly uh, belly button and your pubic bone. So two separate areas. Okay. You can put your hand, a hand on each area. You can imagine them separately. Whatever works best for you so this is the heaviness or the distortion pattern of expectation obligation and what is appropriate according to societal norm for many of you on this call this is also a lineage pattern with this going on it is very difficult to be in beginner's mind because there's expectation and as a result you can't be in beginner's mind when you're expecting something. There's no curiosity. It's just going to be the way you expect. So let's just remove this so that you can have more openness.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And now bring your attention, please, to your xiphoid process, which is right at the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. At the very base of the sternum, there's a fleshy point that is tender when you press on it. That is your xiphoid process. Bringing your attention there. Mm -hmm. So what we're working on is removing this distortion pattern, Um, there's two actually. One is of control, like you like to have control, or you've been controlled, and therefore it's difficult to be in the beginner's mind, because you're wanting to control the situation. And the other is fear, and it's the fear of the surrender or the allowing that is required for beginner's mind to be present. In order to be open and curious, you have to be open and you have to be present and surrendered to what will happen without any particular expectation. So as a result, for a large subgroup of you, this fear distortion pattern is present. Okay, so working on both of these distortion patterns, all you have to do is keep your attention on the xiphoid process at the base of your sternum. Good. Keeping your attention awareness on your xiphoid process, and also your throat space at the same time. So again, you can use your hands to bring you awareness into both of these spots. Or you can just use your intention. Okay. So this is the freedom to be, the distortion pattern around lack of freedom, let's be clear, about lack of freedom to be in beginner's mind. Right? Because there are all these rules around how you're supposed to be in terms of being a responsible adult and that type of thing. So let's... Not wanting to look silly in front of other people or not looking like you don't know or that you're not smart. Okay. So let's remove these, this distortion pattern from here, from these two places in your body. Now becoming aware of your zifoi process and about two inches beneath it, working on your pain bodies to help you integrate all this. good. For those of you who like to go deeper into this topic, there is a GFC specific to beginner and the wonder's mind available on the website. Only if it resonates, of course. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, Often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.